There's been an interesting article that came out through very legit sources such as NPR. Yeah. Uh, scientists say they found a hidden space in the Great Pyramid of Giza. So anybody that has followed Egypt for a long time, we get really excited about new discoveries with the pyramid. And this particular science that they've used, like, for example, um, the article from NPR says the Great Pyramid of Giza has been probed, not alien probed. This is from NPR? Yeah. This right. is, well, yeah, this is the NPR article. Okay. Um, they've uh, probed with the tools of modern particle physics by scientists who say they have discovered a huge secret space hidden within its ancient walls. But they're very careful not to call it a chamber yet. No, they don't know what to call it yet, but they've used something called uh, cosmic rays, essentially, to be exotic, where they have penetrated using this scientific method to see what comes back, kind of like with, with ground sonar, what comes back. They've used this different technique to penetrate the Great Pyramid and above what well, is ca- known. They call them uh, muons. Muons? muons. Is, that, is that the official? official? Muons yeah. are made of yeah, made when cosmic rays from deep space hit the atoms of the upper atmosphere. Okay. So above like what we know is like the normal chamber in the Great Pyramid, there is something above it. Well, the grand, they, they call it the Grand pretty, Gallery. Yeah, which is pretty substantial in size. They say it's huge. I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to drill into it. I don't know if you're going to do like Gottenberg's door with the National Geographic with Hot Zahia Wasp back in 2002. I don't know if you're going to take fiber optics and drill up into it because I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many feet they have to go from like the major chamber that tourists can go into and to go up into this new discovered chamber. I don't know how far they have to go into. I don't know how many feet. Or whatever well, they have to do. The, the, so here's what we the, the quote from Doctor was a Peter Dermanwellian. What Peter Dermanwellian? Okay. That's his name. He's an Egyptologist at Harvard University. He says the romantic imp- interpretation and what everyone wants to hear is that this is a hidden room. Well, yeah, and the king's course. body is inside, yeah. or there's a grave, ancient or grave relics, goods, gold, yeah. artifacts, yeah, yeah. awesome, uh, untouched stuffs. Uh, yeah, and none of none of Edward that Casey is responsible. None of that is responsible speculation. At this no, moment. you can't. Um, in a sense, uh, it's frustrating. They say. Uh, but they say what they're seeing, what they what they've picked up with these muons is it's a huge chamber. Now, and the thing is, I mean, my personal thing on this, and I've read other, I you know, uh, Von Daniken's talked about this in his books, where they've they've done other type of sonar uh, readings, you know, just just like macro sonar readings of the Great Pyramid, for example, and they've seen things through sonar, other chambers, other. Other shafts because they're well, shafts. Well, Dr. Shock has talked about that, that they've done ground sonar and that they've found well, a yeah. cavity underneath one of the paws of the sphinxes. Yeah, yeah. Which could yeah. have something in it, but they can't dig because the well, Egyptian Antiquities Office is like, nah. Well, yeah, nah, there, there's a lot. Nah, there's you a, can't do it. There's a lot of pushback. Um, nah. there, no. There's a lot of pushback from those guys, and no. that's one of the things that. If, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, so I mean, there's always been going to be that pushback. Um, I'd let, I, what I would find even more interesting than what the discovery is here is how this group was able to perform this procedure, how they were able to get this, get, you know, get in there and do this work. 
Uh, that's an interesting idea. In no, they, they don't say that in any articles. Well, that's not in the articles. Thing. Yeah, but it's something I'd like to know. Like, well, there's people. How get, did they get the permission to do that? There's people getting shit canned out of that country for the last twenty well, years. Well, Zahi Owas isn't even in charge of that anymore. He's not in charge of no, he's Egyptian not. He, antiquities. He got, he got shit canned like four or five he, years he's, ago. I think he still has some type of small say or something. I don't remember. I don't know. Don't quote me. Nothing, but yeah, he's not head of Egyptian antiquities anymore. Uh, they basically said that they, the, the, the team involved with this, they installed uh, sheets of muon detecting film in a lower level room of the pyramid known as the Queen's Chamber. The goal was to test whether they could use muons to accurately discern two well-known rooms located above the King's Chamber and Grand Gallery. Uh, and, and as a result of this, they saw something else, <laughs> which is really, really cool. Surprise. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like, oops. I mean, I mean, that's a happy be... accident. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know if someone, did they actually find a mummy in the Great Pyramid? No, they've never found anything like that in the Great Pyramid. Well, I mean, because some things say that that was supposed to be his pyramid who built it, the dude who built it. What's his damn name? Damn Khufu. It. Khufu, thank you. Yeah, I mean... But, but that, they didn't and there's find been... Khufu's body in it. So what if Khufu's body was there? That's well, trippy. We don't or know. what if it was just, like, awesome, cool shit? Like, oh, wow, we found some gold crap. Cool. Well, we don't know. And, now. But, you know, I mean, and, well, Gottenbrink's door, for example. Which was awesome, but... But they found deflating nothing. to some extent well, I, because they stopped it. No, I, you know, I, and I'll argue that because I remember... You when watched it live. Doug and, and I. And Doug and I stopped. Doug. Well, Doug. No, Doug and I watched it live. Doug. And they, Doug. Doug. Moment for Doug. Yeah. Doug. The when we watched that and they drilled through the door, Gottenbrink's door, um, and they put a camera through there. Yeah. And yeah, it was a chamber. It was just another chamber, or another. Well, it was just a part of the shaft. There was no gold there. There wasn't a fucking wizard with a big beard going. I'm going to tell you all your Damn secrets. It. There was nothing there. But however, you should have been there. However, what I found very, what I found great was we're looking at something that had not been seen, at least as far as we know, in in 4,500 years. No, I no, thought that no, was no, super no. cool. That's, no, that's fascinating. Like looking into something that even if there's not a nothing in there, there's just flipping air. Yeah. And you drill this fiber optic cable in there, and you stick your camera in there. You you damn well know you're not look. You're looking at air 4,500 years old. Whatever, 500 years old. 500,000. And, like, that's amazing. So, the guy that... Was this going to be on before or after our show? I can say this right now. I already told, I told you this before. Before? Yeah. So, the guy that we're going to have on after this discussion... Gary Parker. Gary Parker is yeah. going to talk about different theories that he has about this exploration into the pyramid, into what Gottenbrink's door discovered with certain symbols that they found... He has his theories. You can make what you want of them. You can yeah, yeah. interpret them how you want. It's always good to have a healthy mind and just think and expand your awareness out Eat there. Eat the mic, Amber. I, people can hear That's me. Better. Damn it. That's okay, better. fine. So expand your awareness and be aware that there's always something beyond what you think is true. And I think that's that's the legit. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the premise of like ghostly talk or any other good solid ghostly talk paranormal show. 
is that expanded. Because they all belong to the Ghostly Talk go- Paranormal Network, yeah, apparently. They, they were all inspired by us. <laughs> they okay. were inspired by Get us because, God shit. damn it, we were we before podcasting all. was a thing. Get off that. Come on. Podcasting wasn't a thing when Ghostly Talk was around. How many drinks have you had? Not 67, enough. apparently. Not enough. So anyway, but hell? no, seriously, but seriously. You start crying? No, I'm not going to cry. But expand your awareness beyond. Yeah, yeah. Always be open-minded to what other people have to say because even though you might look at it or read it or whatever and think like that's bullshit don't think it's bullshit right away be open to it digest it think about it if it's bullshit it'll prove itself in the future as bullshit but it's it can be awesome and um it's awesome sauce i'm gonna stop talking why don't we yeah why don't why don't we cut to gary now yeah we're gonna cut to gary gary parker um wait did bonnie have anything to add bonnie Mm, no bonnie's Bonnie's been i'm I'm a year older bonnie's a year wait wait whoa Back it up, Bonnie. Bonnie's birthday was on Halloween. Bonnie's birthday was on Halloween. It is every Bonnie's year. Birthday, every year it's on Halloween. Bonnie's birthday was on Halloween. So, wish everyone yeah, a happy birthday. birthday, Bonnie. No, the, Bonnie. yeah, the only thing I'm willing to talk about in Bonnie's corner this week is no, effect. no unsolicited pics. Nothing. No, I've Everything's not cool. gotten any unsolicited had, dick pics. I've okay. just had a lot okay. going on family wise that yep. I'm not yep. willing to you talk about. Don't need about. to talk about that on live air, but yeah, Bonnie has been packed full of fun stuff. Let's just say it. <laughs> oh Let's yeah, I'm having that. a rip roaring good time rip over here. Rip roaring good time. Leave it at that. Amateur UFO researcher Gary Parker is a real estate developer and lives in Phoenix, Arizona. While doing research for a project in Egypt, he discovered an alien message. This message is written beside the Great Pyramid in a 2002 NASA photo. Uh, I'd like to welcome Gary Parker here. And Gary, I have to say, first off, this is kind of an illustrious position you have because you are the second person we've actually had on the show for a phone interview since yes. we can't came back and started doing this thing. So we're still kind of green on this piece of this thing, but thanks for coming on to talk about this. We found this story was really interesting. And we oh, really Scott, wanted, thanks. Yeah. We really wanted to get you on to, to chat about this thing. Um, so basically, you know, I, to lead off here real quick, um, part of what I read there just said, you know, you were doing another project. Uh, you were working the, basically that led to this uh, yes, alien message. Right. So right. can you tell us about that really quick? Well, yes, uh, but what I'd like to tell your audience first yeah, and you yeah, yeah, yeah. in the room is I'd like to tell you, everybody, that um, what I'm going to explain to everyone is how aliens – and when I say aliens, I also mean what the ancient Israelites and Hebrews called God – is going to return on July, to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem All on right. July 26, 2022. And I'm going to prove it. I can show it to them in a NASA photo. That's okay. my discovery, but uh, but to let you know how it all began was um, was a pro- was was that okay, Scott? Was yeah. that good? Oh yeah, that was great. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah. what happens is a, a little over two years ago. Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I, I also you, you mentioned I was a real estate developer. I am, but I also have been lucky enough to have sold some scripts in Hollywood and a couple pitches, um, and uh, I've just been really really lucky. Yeah. And no, big movies, nothing like that. But I did have one movie made yeah. called Heaven, which was with Jenny McCarthy. And oh, fun. Uh, it really didn't go anywhere. But, hey, it got made and it, the money was good and all that kind of good stuff. So <laughs> cool. I always try to come up with big ideas. So what happened was a little over two years ago, I came up with an idea for world peace. 
And the world peace idea was to do a, a global crowdfunding to restore the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. You know, when you look at the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx, it's run down. It looks like it's falling apart. They look like they're falling apart. And one of the reasons is, is because Egypt is $284 billion in debt. They have rolling blackouts throughout Cairo. They can't even keep the lights on. So I thought, how cool would it be for everybody in the world to come together? And, you know, naturally, there's going to be some countries who wouldn't be involved in it. But, but, like everybody in the world loves the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. They they love the Giza Plateau where you know where these pyramids are situated. And why not pitch in a few bucks and let's clean them up. Let's put some and I don't mean like take the blocks apart, pull it down. I mean like put some stucco on it, make it look nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean like stucco you see on a house. As a matter of fact, on the second period pyramid beside the Great Pyramid, there's actually ancient stucco that is original. It's it's still up there. So we get a sample of that and we mix it up and we make it and we we make them look nice again. Yeah. So I thought this was a great idea. How do you guys feel about it? I well, you know, that's one thing. I mean, well, I'll say right now. I know the three of us sitting here, especially myself, have been fascinated with the Great Pyramid since I was right. very, very young. Um, sure. And, and you know, I've seen plenty of pictures. Um, I've heard plenty of stories from people, friends of mine who've been there, and they've made the same comment you're making, Gary. That you right. know, this pl- for such a place that carries such majesty, like the Great right. Pyramids. They seem to be really, it's kind of a rundown place there. Like, it's like, you know, I know Cairo is like, you know, it, it from what I understand, it, it's kind of a metropolis now, right? Right, um, right. And, and I feel like it's gotten to a point now where these, these mammoth structures, these historic structures, I think they're some of the most important things on the planet as far as our, I race, totally agree. our racist history is concerned. They seem right. to be kind of an afterthought, you know, and right. it's like, well, wait a minute. It's, I mean, actually today... It's funny. I was looking at maps as I was prepping for this show, and there's a golf course there now. <laughs> there's an actual right, golf course. Right. I, I've seen it. Yeah, yes. and I'm like a golf course far out. You know, I know there's resorts there and stuff like that, but I feel like yeah, they are like this afterthought. If I wanted to go to Egypt, I would be going there to see the pyramids. That's I mean, right. That's where exactly. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going there to party. I'm not going there to play golf. I'm not going right. there. I'm, I'm going there because I want to see these structures. Right. That's right. So going on your idea. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally that's, about, yeah, that. that's, that's the way to put it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. That's, that's what I figure everybody would say. So what I did was I had I, I had to come up with – I thought, well, I'm going to do this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some seed money. And, uh, and I thought anywhere from five to maybe 10, maybe 15 million dollars. So I thought to myself, well, who would be interested in something? I mean the whole world would be interested in doing it, but yeah. who would give me some seed money? So I thought – Billionaires. There's a lot of billionaires on the planet, and they already think they're kind of like little pharaohs. So <laughs> they would be the guys. That, you know what I mean? Come on, they own you know yeah, they own islands, they true. own planes. Yeah, they'll they'll. So what happens, guys? Is I I go to a couple producer friends of mine in Hollywood and I pitch them the idea. They go, Gary, this is great. This is like hands across America, but it's but it's it's a global thing. I said, yes. And I said, guys, do you have any billionaires email addresses where I can email them this idea? One of my friends or, or he's not a friend. actually, He's just a producer. And I said, he said, yeah, Gary, he goes, I actually have Sir Richard Branson. Oh, Why? Right. So so I said. And I actually talked like this. I said, dude, give it to me. <laughs> and he says, he says, Gary, you cannot tell him where you got it. I said, 
I said, I promise I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. My other producer friend, I went and saw him, and he said, I have Elon Musk. Oh. You know who Elon Musk is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, so I'm thinking, okay, these are two perfect guys. You know these guys are egomaniacs. They're probably really sweet guys, but they, they do huge things. Okay. But then again, in my head, uh, I've done pitches to studios. I've gone and met with studio heads and stuff like that. So I was used to talking with guys that were kind of powerful guys and men and women. Yeah. So all of a sudden, so I said, well, you know what? I have a shot with this. This is a great idea. Everybody's going to love the pyramid idea. So the pyramid scheme. So anyway, no. So anyway, so truly, though, guys, it all came from world peace. This was my idea how I could be part of something that had to do with world peace. So it was a real positive vibe. Yeah. So anyway, so they give me the email addresses and I email both of them. And my heading was Rest- uh, restoring the Great Pyramid and Sphinx um, seed money, you know, just something like that. Yeah. And uh, so, so and I wrote a little a little paragraph that said, you know, just told him the story that I wanted to do this and I was a real estate developer and blah, blah, blah. So, guys, the next morning, the very next morning, 730 in the morning, I get an email from Sir Richard Branson. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and blit, and it said, he said, Gary, I don't know how you got my email address. <laughs> he said, but I love this idea. Yeah. He said, and if it's for real, I want to be part of it. Just like that, guys. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, no way. But, you totally. know, so, 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 so I email him right back, and, uh, and I tell him, thank you so much, um, Sir Richard, for emailing me. And, yes, it's for real. I said, but it's in its infancy. I'm going to need months and months of preparation, and, and we're way we're, – um, you know, it's just – there's so much um, uh, research that I have to put into this, but, but uh, I need seed money. And he said, how much do you need? I said, um, probably between 5 and $15 million. And he said, that won't be a problem, but you have to do a lot of homework before I put any money in. But he said, here's the number and the email address to my foundation, and I've CC'd them, so stay in touch with them and keep me in the loop. I said, thank you so much. So, guys, I was blown away, but 10 minutes after he, I sent, he sent me that last email, and believe me, I kept all the emails, and uh, I get an email not from Elon Musk but from a lady by the name of Gwyneth Shotwell. And she's the president of SpaceX that, that Elon Musk owns. Okay. And she, she emailed me back and she says, Gary, Elon doesn't know how you got his email, but we love this idea. So, guys, I'm like walking on cloud nine. I'm thinking, no way. This is really going to happen. Yeah. So I emailed her right back. I told her the same thing I told Richard Branson. Uh, yes, Richard Branson. And I said, I would, I'll keep you in the loop. I'll get back to you whenever, this, whenever I get to the point where I'm going to need the cash. She said, keep us in the loop. We love this idea. So I'm walking on cloud nine, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to make this happen. This is going to go down. So what happened was was maybe a couple hours later, I, I was putting the cart way before the horse. <laughs> but, but I wanted to look at a photo of the Giza Plateau. So I, what better place than to so – I, so I Googled NASA. I went to their website, and I went and I Googled – I'm sorry. I downloaded one photo. And this one photo, if I can tell you and your listeners the, the, the file number, and you're, you're going to have those pictures up on your, uh, yes, up sir. On your website. Yep, yep. yep. So but I'd like to tell them the file number just because – just let them know that the, what the file number is in case they want to go and, and um, Google it themselves. Is that cool? Can I give it to them? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. The file number for the, for the NASA photo is ISS032-E. 
ISS-009123. That's ISS-032-E-009123. Now, the ISS on that number stands for International Space Station. So these photos are not shot by a so – they're not taken by a satellite. These are taken by an astronaut in the International Space Station. And the photo was taken on July 20 – I'm sorry. It was taken on July um, 26, 2012. Okay. It was downloaded onto the internet on July 26, 2012. Okay. So, so guys, so did you want to say something? No, no. You're good. So what happens is, is you know, most times when you look at photos uh, from the International Space Station or from satellites, you never zoom in. You look at them. Those, those pictures are being taken – taken from 200 miles above earth that's how far the the international space station uh, orbits the earth so m m most people say oh look there's cairo on the left and there's the giza plateau and there's the pyramids and they just move on but me i had to zoom in close to the great pyramid to see where you could put men and machinery and where what roads are there and you know the, and these these digital photos are so they're just so clear you can see everything well they're massive so guys, files there are these huge tiff files i think they still use so they're like megs and megs of data <laughs> you're drilling into as far as clarity and resolutions concerned so yeah i, I totally get that as i'm zooming in and like i said i'm zooming in on the great pyramid mm -hmm. i notice that there's these shadows. They almost look like clouds or shadows that are beside the Great Pyramid. And they're actually on the south side of the Great Pyramid. When you look at the NASA photo, it actually was downloaded upside down. So when you're looking at the south side, it's actually north. So uh, for your listeners to know that. So as I zoom in, I'm looking on the south side, and I see things that look like letters beside it, but it looks like shadows. So I zoom in a little closer, and they become very clearly letters. Now, not English letters, but some kind of foreign letters, and I thought some of them looked like Hebrew. So what I did was I said, oh, my God, that looks like letters. I wonder if that says something. And the letters are almost as big as the pyramid itself, and they run along east and west along the south side of the Great Pyramid. So, so, and they're huge. They're massive. So I, I get a piece of paper. I write them down, and I take a picture with my phone, and I email them to a couple Judaic scholars, a couple Aramaic scholars, and some Egyptologists in the Middle East. And I send them to one Judaic, Judaic scholar down here at the University of Arizona, not too far from where I live. Okay. So what happens is – and I ask them. I say, are these words – do they say anything? Well, the next day, I get an email back from a very famous Egyptologist. Her name is Dr. Salima Ikram, and she is the head Egyptologist at the American University at Cairo. And she said, Gary, where did you find these? And remember, she didn't say it. She was emailing me. Yeah. And I emailed her back, and I said, in a NASA photo beside the Great Pyramid. And she said, send me the photo. So I sent her the photo, and I circled them. I circled them in red. And she emails me back 20 minutes later, and she goes, Gary, this is impossible. And I, wrote, and I said, why is, this, why is this impossible? She said, because she said there are no buildings on that side of the Great Pyramid that could make these shadows. She said, it's impossible. And she says, and these are some kind of letters. She said, I don't know what they say, but I'm going to figure it out. I said, this is awesome. I found the, I found the message. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm Columbus. You know what I mean? <laughs> so seriously, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm, I'm you know, I, this is amazing. Yeah. So she said, give me a couple months. She said, and I said, well, is there anything on that side 
of the Great Pyramid where these shadows it, it, it would appear. And she said the only thing that's on that side of the Great Pyramid is about 15 years ago they found a pharaoh's boat, and they, they built a small museum there. And she said that's the only thing that's there. There's no way – she said these letters uh, should, should appear. Now, guys, those letters only appear in the NASA photo on July 26, 2012. They don't appear in any other photo. Yeah, because the oh, shadows no. and everything from when that photo was taken had to be just right to make that appear. Kind of, exactly. sort of. But, well, and I'm building to that. Ah. So, so try, ah. very good, very good question, ah. though. Very good. Yes, absolutely. So what happens is, is after I and I remember I sent it to some Aramaic scholars and some Judaic scholars. Yeah. Well, two of the Aramaic scholars email me back and they go. Uh, yeah, we know. We think we know what this says. And I said, well, what does it say? And they said, well, we're not sure of all the letters, but some say God, creator, and, and, and there's an I in there and an M, A-M. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And they said, where did you find this? They both said the same thing. Where did you find this? I said, in the NASA photo beside the Great Pyramid. And they said, both at the same time, emailed me back and said, we're not interested. Hmm. And wow. I wrote back and I said, well, why not? And they said, because you Photoshopped this. Oh. And, oh. I, and I, said, I said, guys, go to the NASA website. And I gave them the file number. I said, pull it up uh, and you'll see it. And they both said, we don't have time for this nonsense. Hmm. I said, okay. So I figured that was going to happen. Anytime you talk about the Great Pyramid and, and some kind of message, especially one that's that big, um, you know, people are just going to. Put up red flags are going to go up. So, so what happens is, guys, I, I actually found above that writing, above the third smaller pyramid, I found some Hebrew, and I knew it was Hebrew because I've seen Hebrew before. And, but it was a different kind of Hebrew, so I thought, well, maybe it's ancient Hebrew. So I Googled it, and it, and it did. It looked like ancient Hebrew. So what I did was I wrote it down again, and I sent it to this Judaic scholar down here at the University of Arizona, and his name is Dr. Edward Wright, and. Uh, I sent him the first thing, and he said he, – he asked me, he said, Gary, I'm going to need some time to look it over. But I was so excited, I sent him the other one, and, uh, and, and on, if, you, if you're looking at the photos, if you have them on your, um, your laptop now, Scott. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. If you scroll down, you will see these words. It looks like a big E and a big L and a big W with another E and an L, and there's a dot above the W. Yeah, we're looking at that right now. Okay, well, well, what that – so I sent it to the Judaic scholar. He emails me right back, and he goes, oh, yeah, this is easy. He said, that says God and the Lord of the underworld. Oh. And I, yeah, and I'm going, <laughs> you know – and this – got to remember, this guy, Dr. Edward Wright um, – um, uh, yeah, Edward Wright, he's worked on the Dead Sea Scrolls. This guy says, has done this for 40 years, and he runs the whole department down there um, in, at the University of Arizona. And he emails me back, and he goes, Gary – you gotta, you gotta come down and meet with me. I have to see where you found this because not too many people email me ancient Hebrew, you know. <laughs> so I said, I said this is amazing. So uh, luckily, I'm only an hour and a half away from um, from the University of Arizona, and I, I drive. To, we make an appointment. I I go down, and uh, we're sitting there. And to tell your listeners and you guys, the best way to see the letters and to see everything we're going to talk about today is to download the NASA photo onto a laptop computer okay and be in a dark room because here's what you have to do you actually the best way to see it especially the, all the letters and stuff to see everything you open the screen as wide as it will go like physically as wide as it will go you push it back so the screen is back and then you lift under 
your 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 uh, keypad and you lift and you tilt the computer back one or two inches. You tilt it back one or two inches, and the letters will pop out like a 3D picture. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. And and like I said, I'm going to explain more as we go along uh-huh. why having it on a laptop computer and tilting it. I'll explain why that's so important and what else you'll see. Okay. Okay. So I go down to the University of Arizona. Did you want to say something, Scott? No, no, you're good. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Like I said, guys, you know, I'm, I'm ta- I talk it up, so please jump in with any questions. Cool. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Gary, what year was this all happening when this was going on? This was happening in 2015. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. But, the, but you got to remember the, the, the photo 2012. was 2012, okay. July 26, which becomes very, very important and to prove I'm, how I can prove that the aliens are going to show up and uh, God and all them on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Okay, so what happens is I go down to this um, Judaic scholar, Dr. Wright, and we sit there. We, we turn off all the lights, and, we, I, and, 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 and it's completely dark, and I show him where I find these letters. And as soon as he sees them, he says, Gary, that does say – God and the Lord of the underworld, he said, but I can't believe the stuff you're showing me, and I'm not going to believe it. And I said, well, why aren't you going to believe it? He said, because you walk, you're, I, we set up a meeting. I don't know you from Adam. You walk in here. You show me things that I have seen in the Dead Sea Scrolls that have to do with, with, um, with uh, uh, eschatology and prophecy. And he goes, and what's it doing on a NASA photo? And I said, Dr. Wright, I said, what? better way for an alien or a god to communicate with us in a peaceful way than to use a NASA and to use their photo. I said, and so the whole world could see it, and everybody knows you can't hack into NASA. They're the greatest minds in the world. Don't you guys agree? Agree. Yeah. Yeah, because if it was on a private website, you'd say, oh, some guy made that up. Yeah, That's yeah. a joke. That's but Photoshop. it's NASA. It's yeah. NASA. So, <laughs> well, I mean, so, they kind of, they kind of set the bar. I mean, so what? Yeah, I I would be confident in the uh, media they're presenting to us as far as absolutely. nothing is doctored or anything like that. Yeah. Right, but but it was so, and I totally agree. I totally understood why Doctor Wright said that because yeah, I'm coming off the street. I'm showing you things that are impossible, and I'm showing you things that just should not be. But the whole thing is, in my my argument was, go to the NASA website. You'll see it on their page. You you can you can Google it. It's there. All you have to do is look at it. And he said, Gary, I'm not. I don't have time. I have ten thousand students. I got to be in the Middle East in a week. And I said, I said, what if this is a message to the world, and you're not going to help me? He goes, Hey, I'm sorry, man. He goes, I'm just too busy. So I said, <laughs> no, I'm wow. too busy but for okay, world peace. You know, whatever. Everybody has their own life. They have to do whatever. Yeah. But me, I'm, I became obsessed with this. You know, so, so what happens is I, 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 and he also translated a few more Hebrew names that he found in there. He was he. So I, I, I thanked him and I left. So what happens is, is I think, oh, my God, I said, you know, as, as time was going on, I was looking at this photo more and more, and I knew what some of the things said, and I didn't know what some of the other things said, and I started finding people in there, uh, buildings. Uh, there, there's, there's just so much stuff in there, So in the photo I'm talking about. Yeah. So what I did was I said, you know what? I'm going to go to – I'm going to set up a meeting with um, some professors at Arizona State University, which is about an hour from me. And I'm going to and, – and these are guys that are, are – they actually build software 
and they're they're geniuses. They're they're professors, and uh, and I'm going to show them this photo. Now you guys got to remember this photo. Uh, not remember, but you got to uh, know that as I was I was looking at it every night for a couple hours, I found out that the photo actually has four levels to it, and you can see the levels by tilting it. The more you tilt it, the more levels you see. On the fourth level, it's all Hebrew. Okay, and 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 as you tilt it a little bit, one of the photo one of the levels you see. You see um, cities and streets and people and and anyway, so it, there's four levels to it. So I I go up to ASU and I meet with these two professors and one's named Dr. Gupta and the other one is Dr. Whitehouse, and I'm showing it to them and Dr. Whitehouse says Gary, he goes remember we're in a dark room I have it on the laptop and I'm tilting it back and they see the levels and everything and Dr. Whitehouse says Gary. We don't have this technology. What you're showing me cannot be built. Nobody on this planet, the only people who could possibly do it are NASA, and why would they put it in their own photo? That makes no sense. I said, you're absolutely right. I said, and Dr. Gupta said, Gary, he said also he was using the magnifying glass because we shrunk the picture way down, and we, he used a magnifying glass. He goes, Gary, here's another thing. In this photo, the binary code are all zeros. There's no ones. And I said, well, what does that mean? He goes, well, that means it's impossible. He said, there's, th- there's a whole new binary code, and it's alien to anything I've ever seen. And I said, well, will you guys help me? And they said, hell no. <laughs> Jeez. I, don't you find this interesting? They said, yes, but we have our own lives. We don't want to deal with anything that some guy just off the road came in and showed us. And I said, okay. Well, and academia said, you- is always scared of ridicule. Like exactly. if it's something really off, like, you know – well, that's what I was thinking, too, is – and I've seen this with with Egypt before. Um, compelling ideas. Somebody has a different idea. Well, well Dr. Dr. Robert Schock. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a classic example. Yeah. But, you know, that, which, yeah, rewriting history, basically. Yeah. Um, it's, I've seen this happen before where people are like, no, nah, you know what, this is really interesting, but I don't want to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Because they, they, they all have reputations. Yep. Exactly. And they've all written books. And when I come in and I start showing them this stuff, they, it, it kind of changes things, and they don't want to know from it. And they're also worried, like I said, about the reputation. Yep. So, okay, whatever. But what happened, guys, when I made that appointment with the, with the two professors, I had also made a, um, an appointment with, with three rabbis because there was so much Hebrew in this. That I said, well, you know what? I should talk to some rabbis, some, you know, the Orthodox rabbis up in Phoenix. So I make an appointment with them. And, uh, and right after I saw the guys over at, uh, over at ASU, Arizona State University, I went over and I met with the rabbis. So I'm showing them everything in the photo. And they, um, they say, Gary, uh, yes, we see the – they saw the thing that said God and the Lord of the underworld. And one of the rabbis said, Gary, also in Hebrew is another date beside that God and the Lord of the underworld. And I said, well, what's the date? They said, July 26, 2022. Does that mean anything? And I said, well, the only thing I know is, is that the NASA downloaded this photo on July 26, the same month and day, 2012. Hmm. And they said, well, that's 10 years apart. And I said, well, really, other than that, it's 10 years from the, – the two dates were 10 years apart. I said, but it's still July 26. And they said, well, look, Gary, so they said – Here's our problem. They said, we have, we have two problems with you. I said, yeah, go ahead. Lay them on me. They said, one, you're not Jewish. I said, what does that have to do anything with anything? They said, yeah. well, what you're showing us is, has to do with our Torah, and it has to do with eschatology. 
which is prophecy. And they said, and what you're showing us has to do with that. And since you're not Jewish, we're not going to believe it. And the second thing was, is that we believe that these kind of things that you're showing us only can happen in Israel. And I laughed. I said, that's a joke, right? And they said, no. They said, we really believe that. And I said, I've never heard that. I said, but guys, isn't that kind of narrowing miracles? Because miracles happen every day. And you're, they said, yes, miracles do, but not what you're showing us. This should only happen in Israel. And I said, well, doesn't Israel have computers? I said, come on. Yeah, I yeah. said, guys, yeah, right? So, but then they got pissed off when I said that because I'm kind of like mocking them and what they believe. And I said, no, no, guys. Then they gave me the bum's rush. They kicked me out, which I said, okay, I get it. All right. So, so, <laughs> so anyway, so I was kind of, and you know, guys, you can, you can tell by, by the tone of my voice, I'm kind of a positive guy. I'm, yeah. I'm a salesman. I've, 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 every day I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy. I've very had very low points in my life, but I was feeling really depressed after nobody would pay any attention to me on this, okay? Especially when you get to know what everything says. So what happens is, is I come home and I say, you know what? It's time to talk to NASA. I got to talk to NASA. I got to send them everything, and somebody has got to get on top of this, okay? Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to respond to me, okay? So in the meantime, guys, it's been probably six or seven months, and I got some emails from Sir Richard Branson and Gwyneth Shotwell for Elon Musk, and they said, what's happening with the, with the pyramid? I said, guys, it's on the back burner. Now, you got to remember, I, did, I don't know them from Adam. They're billionaires. I have no idea who they are. I said, it's on the back burner. I discovered something, and I have to pursue this. So I had to put the restoration on the back burner yeah. because – all these things were pointing to me that this was some kind of message and it was important for me to get it out. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah totally. So I was going to okay. ask you, you know, so what was happening with this project? But you just answered that. It's not, you know, right. I, I figured like this would probably go on the back burner because uh, you know, you're making a discovery of something that, I, you know, I would consider more. Not, I, I mean, restoration of the uh, of the Great Pyramids is hugely important, I think. But if you think you're like, I mean, if I was in your position, for example, I'd do the same thing. I'd say, okay, well, right. you know what? I had this plan, but I'm right. onto something here. I want to explore this. You know, there so, you go. Yeah, I'm That's with you. That's exactly on that. how totally. I felt. Well, yeah. and yeah. random, and felt, random and thought, felt, Gary. All, Gary, oh, have I'm you? Sorry. I'm sorry. What have you, you been to Egypt? No, I'm. I'm going to get there though. Okay. I've got to get there, so. Okay. I would love to get there. Oh, yeah. I will. There's no doubt I'll get there. Yeah. So, but, 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 so what happens is, guys, and, and let me just preface this this next thing I'm going to say by saying this. I've never in my whole life had a paranormal experience. I've never seen an alien. I've never had – I've never seen a ghost. I've never seen a UFO. But I believe in all those. But yeah. I've never seen one. And, and I've never heard voices. I've never had dreams or you know dreams that are wild and people talk. Never. Okay. So like I said, when I come home, I said I'm, I'm, going, to, uh, I'm going to contact NASA. So what I do is, is I, I – you can go right to the internet and pull up – um, uh, NASA guy's email. You can. And what happened was, was there's a, there's a place in Northern California called the Ames Research Center, NASA's Ames Research Center. And they're the guys who are in charge of um, the robots up on Mars. Okay. okay. So, and they're huge. And the guy at the time, the guy who was the, the director slash president of the Ames Research Center was named, uh, his name was uh, Dr. Peter Warden, W-R-D-E-N. And, uh, and his email was right there on the internet. So I said, I'm going to send it to him. And there was a couple of physicists who work with him. So I, I sent them, I, I sent them uh, a heading. It said, um, alien message found written beside Great Pyramid. Um, would like your help. And then I wrote a little blurb and told them what, what it was. So I sent it to all four of them. Yeah. And, 
And so, and but you guys got to remember, I had a real attitude, knowing that billionaires had emailed me back. I figured somebody from NASA definitely was going to email me back, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless they get. To, but then again, I figured it would take a month because he's the he's the director, and these guys are huge physicists. They probably get thousands of emails. Okay, yeah. guys. The next morning, I get an email from Dr. Peter Warden, who is who, like I said, is the director slash president of Ames Research Center, and he says, "Send me the photo." So I said, and then I thought, well, maybe, maybe with that heading, alien message, maybe NASA has it set up to where if you put a heading like that, they're going to respond to it <laughs> because they're looking for this stuff. Yeah. Or they want to find people who have seen it. You're right? Yeah. Okay. So what happens is he emails me. So I send him the photo and I send him instructions on how to find it, on how to find the letters, you know, by going into a dark room with the laptop. The next morning, the next day, kind of, he emails me back and he says, Gary, I can't see it. And I said, and I emailed him back. I said, are you in a dark room? Do you have it downloaded on a laptop? He said, no. I said, do that and then call me. Okay. So, so he calls me 20 minutes later. He calls me He goes, I'm in a dark room. I have it on the laptop. I said, okay, now, I told him, zoom in on the Great Pyramid. This is what it's going to look like. And I had actually sent him the writing. And, he got, and there was a moment of silence. He goes, I see it. I said, great. I said, now go above. You're going to see, you're going to see some other things. I said, tilt, tilt, the, um, tilt the laptop. He goes, there was a moment of silence. He goes, I see it. I said, last thing, Dr. Ward, I want you to see this one more thing. I said, go way up on the top. He does. He got moment of silence. He goes, Gary, he says, do me a favor. He says, Give me about three weeks. I'm going to go to my superiors with this, and I'm going to get back to you. I said, fantastic. This is great news. Thank you. I said, that's awesome. So, guys, three weeks later, I see on the internet that Dr. Peter Warden retires from NASA. No way. He gets together with a, with a famous with – a, listen, with a famous physicist by the name of um, uh, Stephen Hawking, you know, the guy in the wheelchair. And with a Russian billionaire, and they and and they got a hundred million dollars to to start a company to find ETs, and he cut off all contact with me. Really? So he quit NASA. Yeah, he, he retired. He retired. Retired. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So anyway, so I thought, oh man, this is so weak, you know. So so, <laughs> but but yeah, you know, and I thought, oh my god, I said this is so lame for him to do that and just to cut me off. And it's because I, I send him every photo and exactly how to find it. So anyway, so then I thought, well, a typical um, uh, civic employee, you know what I mean, a civil servant, uh, you know, a guy who's – they don't want anybody to know anything and they know everything. But OK, I, 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 I thought this is lame and I was a little depressed. So you know, I go to bed that night and guys, here's where the paranormal thing comes in, OK? I'm in bed. And I'm, and I'm asleep. And I, like I said, guys, I've never heard voices. I've never seen ghosts. All of a sudden, there's a voice. And it's a man's voice. And it says, Gary, go to the river and say these words in Hebrew three times. And the words were, Father, 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 Holy, 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 where did you come from? Where did you really come from? So I pop up. And actually, I, I pop right up and I go, was that for real? You know, is it? And, I, and naturally, you're, you're thinking this is great pyramid stuff. And I've been doing this now for probably eight months, seven, eight months, and I've been going to all these meetings. And finally, and now I get this voice, and I think this, this is this is for real. I'm going to go down to the river. And luckily for me, only if maybe six or seven miles from where I live in Arizona, there's a small town named uh, Florence, Arizona. 
Okay, and uh, and it's out in the middle of the desert. It's it's actually known for its prisons. It has like five prisons there. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's it, really. Right, that and cactus. Okay, <laughs> so so yeah, yeah. There goes the tumbleweed. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> so so guys, so so, and I don't know Hebrew, so I call one of the rabbis, and I and I say to them, "Will you phonetically spell this out for me, so I can go say it?" And they said, "Absolutely." So they emailed it to me phonetically, and I learned it. And it only took maybe about 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, and I learned it, and so I jump in the truck, I go down to the river. Now, the river, it's not a flowing river because it's in the middle of the desert, but in this one area, there's actually a, it's like a small lake, and there's water there. And it's like I said, there's nothing around it. It's just it's desert and farmland. And, um, and uh, so um, – when I, when I get, and it's called the Gila River, spelled G-I-L-A, the Gila River. And so I say, I, and it, the voice also had told me, stand in the water, face east, put your hands up in the air, and say these words three times in Hebrew. So I do. I, I take my shoes off. I just, I get into the water maybe about up to my ankles. And I, and, uh, and I, I put my hands up. I'm facing east. And I yell it out like in a mantra. And I, you know, it's, like I said, it's, and, and Father and Holy in, um, in Hebrew is Abba, 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 Kadosh, 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 which is Father, 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 Holy, Holy, Holy. Where did you come from? Where did you really come from? So I say it and nothing happens. Okay, nothing. <laughs> was any were you alone? Was anyone around? <laughs> I was by myself because I think okay. yeah, Let me just say this. It's approximately 500 yards off the main street and it's in the middle of nowhere. So so and even if somebody was there, I'm the kind of guy I don't care. I, they told me to do it. I'm going to go do You're it. Right. And, Look and at I'm that crazy man in the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but I wasn't naked. I was like I had shorts oh, on God. and a shirt on. But 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 I, I didn't have sunglasses on. I didn't have a hat on. And and you got to remember guys, you know, it's it's the desert, you know. So yeah. so I'm yelling out, I yelled this out, and I think, "Okay, well, I did it and nothing happened. I didn't feel any different." So I come home, guys, I go to bed that night. The next morning and and th- here here's the deal, guys. I, I I usually sleep straight through. I never move. I'm one of these kind of guys who sleep and I never move in bed, and I sleep eight between seven and eight hours, and I never move, and and uh, and I sleep like a rock, and I very rarely ever have dreams, and and I know I all of a sudden I wake up in a, like a startled, and I'm covered in sweat, like I'm 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 like wet with sweat, and I'm going, what's wrong with me? I look at the clock, it says 5:45, guys, I never get up before seven seven fifteen, okay. And all of a sudden, I look over at the desk, and on the desk is my laptop. It's open, but it's off. All of a sudden, it pops on. The NASA photo pops on. It pops on to the to the uh, to the to the laptop, and I'm going, "Oh my God, that it worked!" And when I looked at the NASA photo, I could see in the NASA photo what I'd never seen before. Now, now in the in the photo that you have in front of you there, um, Scott. You can see. Uh, hopefully, if you can, if you can scroll down or whatever, you can see where um, it's the NASA photo, and I have outlined in red. Outlined in red, I have on the right side. If you if you cut the mid, the the picture down the middle, you'll see on the right side is a Giza plateau. On the left side is Cairo. Okay. And can yep. you see the, the the thing that's outlined in red? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can see that. Okay. Well, if you make the picture just a little bit smaller, you will see that the whole right side that I have outlined in red is the left profile of a huge alien head. It that looks head, like a it's male a left Nefertiti. Pro- the head is going out. Th- think of Akhenaten. Oh, the, yeah. The fair- 
Think of his head, and the guy has a real thick neck. He has a, the one that you're looking at. It has a round chin. Can you make it out? Yep. Oh yeah. No, a, we see it. Oh yeah. Can you see it? Yes. It looks like. I mean, I even. I mean, even though it the outline looks male to me, it also looks like Nefertiti's headdress that she wore, like that yeah, style exactly. headdress. Yeah, so is that is that is that Bonnie or, or Amber? This is Amber. Amber. That's exactly what I, the next thing I was going to say. Think of Nefertiti, yeah. who was Akhenaten's wife. Yep. And uh, and um, and uh, hey, you know what? I, I heard something in my headphones. Are you are you guys drinking from straws or something? I think it may have been my chair. I thought, oh my God, am I hearing? Am I, is no, it me? It's his, so I heard something he's like, got a squeaky like, chair. Yeah, I, got, I, I won't do it again. I, <laughs> anyway, so, so so what happens is, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Think of Queen Nefertiti, her bust, you know, the bust yep, of her, and, yep. and her profile yep. is that elongated head that goes out of the picture. Yep. But it's a big male looking with a big, thick neck. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we can I see, see the chin. I see the the, the bulbous the mouth, neck, the mouth, the right. nose, so the I, headdress. I see that, and I think, oh my God, that's an alien head that I've never seen before. And I'm so excited. I jump back in the truck. I go right down to the river. I say the same things, and I yell out. I go like, just like I'm talking with you guys. I go, hey, is this for real? Is this <laughs> really happening? Yeah. I said because if it is, you guys, and I was calling them guys. I said if it is, you guys. Don't mess with me. I have to know everything. I'll help you as much as possible. I want to be part of this, and this is the most awesome thing that happened. So, so, and and so, I, naturally, no one responded. But I, 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 I dried off my feet. I jumped back in the truck. I went back to the NASA photo, and from a distance. Now, on on the photo where you guys can see the outline in red, can you see where the left profile, where he's looking across his profile, he's looking across at at, at Cairo. Can you kind of make that? I was looking at Cairo. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I see one you see, space. It could be an eye. Like, yes. Yeah. Can, can you also see where I outlined in red the Nile River, and it looks like – and there's a road above there that I outlined in red. It looks like a cross. Yes. And, it, yeah. and, 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 and that the, – the, the thing that running, is running that intersects with the, the, uh, the Nile River is a road called Ring Road, and that's an eight-lane freeway that runs into Cairo. But you can you see where I kind of made it look like a cross. Yes. Yeah. Because I was wondering what is that? What is that alien profile looking at? So I'm, I outline that in red, and when you tilt your screen back, you will notice that all the lights of Cairo disappear, other than certain lights in that cross area. So what I did was I I I I, I got a piece of paper. I because I thought it was a constellation. I said that's a constellation. So I plotted out the dots. And uh, and I sent it to a couple astronomers, and they emailed me back. They emailed me back, and they said, "Gary, this what you sent us was the constellation Cygnus, hmm. which is called the Northern Cross or the Swan." Okay. So so uh, <laughs> so yes, what it is is that's where that being is from. They're from the constellation of Cygnus, and that's how the Giza Plateau is set up. It's set up not as Orion. It's set up as Cygnus. Really. Now, wow. okay. Now, Gary, quick question. Yes, like, obviously, okay. But <laughs> when ahead. we're looking at these photos and, and you're seeing the Hebrew writing, um, is there any kind of connection between e Egypt, like Egyptian hieroglyphics, and the Hebrew connection? Like, are, is there any kind of correlation between the two cultures? Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. What I'm going to get to, and I'm building to that, okay. we're going to get back to how this alien being that the Israelites and the Hebrews called God, which, you know, is, uh, how he and they, his people, are going to return to the Temple Mount, which is in Jerusalem, which all has to do with the Torah and Judaism okay. and, uh, and, and, and um, uh, eschatology. There is a, the Jewish eschatology was their prophecy of this actually returning on, on get ready for the date, July 26, 2022. So what happens, guys, is, is I find so much stuff in this photo and that all has to do with the Bible and it has to do with, 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 with Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden and heaven. It's all in here. So what happens is as I'm finding this, I went and I met with – and not only met with astronomers and when they saw it, they said, Gary, you're showing us Cygnus. That's Cygnus. There's no doubt in our mind. I said, guys, that's awesome. So uh, then I met with rabbi. Uh, not only did I meet with those rabbis, but I also met with priests, and I met with ministers, and I met with uh, pastors. And a lot of them were they were too freaked out about it when I showed them everything, the correlation between end times and this. And they and I actually had a couple of, a couple of priests cry. And I said, why are you crying? They said, because this is the end of the world. Oh. And I said, well, it's not the end of the no. world. No, I said it's the end of the world as we know it, just like that song. Yes, you know? the end of the world. As yeah, we, I know, it just came right exactly. in my head. <laughs> so, so, but now, guys, now this is where it even gets even crazier. Because since this time, I've uh, since that time, I have gone down to the river between uh, 50 and 60 times. And every time I go down there, I, I actually, I've had people come down and they film me. And I wanted to see if something was beside me, which it is. There's like when I'm standing in the water, there's a green, there's kind of a green aura, but it's not an aura. It actually has a, it's a woman's face and hands and she's all around me. So, and that's in the photo also. This is in the photo. And as you know, water is the universal conduit between planes. So, so if you want to connect with these beings, you have to stand in water. You have to say certain things with a vibration, a tone, a frequency. Okay. Yeah. So, and you guys might say, say to me, well, Gary, uh, why do you think you made the connection and nobody else did? Okay. Yeah. Well, remember I told you guys that, that I've never had a paranormal experience? Mm-hmm. Well, I never did until this point. But what happened was my mother did. And my mother, who's 85, still alive, she's doing great. Uh, when she, when she, 10 minutes before I was born, and she's told me this story ever since I can remember. On my birthday, every birthday, she's always told me this. She said, Gary, she said – Ten minutes before you were born, I had passed out because back in the sixties they would give you they give you drugs. So she passed out, and she said I was in a dark room, and and a voice came to me, a man's voice. It was terrifying. She goes, it sounded like it was in a tunnel, and it said to me, "Where did you come from? Where did you really come from?" Hmm. And it said it three times in English. And soon as I had that dream, and you guys got to remember, I've been hearing that story for 58 years. So, 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 um, I, as soon as I heard those words, where did you come from? Where did you really come from? I said, oh my God, there's my connection. So, so that's how I made, that's how I got connected to this whole thing. So, what, any questions? No. Not yet. No. <laughs> Keep, Keep going. going. Yeah. Keep so going. Here, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Go. It's all, it's all you, Gary. It's all you. It's it's all me. That's funny. <laughs> so what happens is, guys, is I've been there. I was been there since that time between fifty and sixty times. But on on the thirty eighth time, okay, so between thirty six and thirty eight, I can't remember exactly which one. But at night, 
or in the morning, I heard a voice that said, go to the river. Now, that date now was July 26th, just like the other dates. You remember the download? You got to remember this too, guys, that on July 26, 2012, 2012, when the photo was downloaded, five months from that date was December 21st, 2012, when the Mayan calendar mm-hmm. expired. Okay? Wow. So – so these two things, and believe me when I tell you, I have gone to, I, I have, I, I googled the sun and moon pyramid, and I looked at them on the by tilting the camera, and that writing that's beside the great pyramid, it's it's over by the sun and moon pyramid in in Mexico. Okay, so really? yes, absolutely. So anyway, oh. but I, I don't want to get off the story. So it's now it's July twenty sixth, two thousand and sixteen, and the voice had said to me, "Go to the river today." So I go down to the river, and I'm standing in there. Now, this is, guys, this is where it gets completely crazy. So what happens is I'm standing in the river. I do my spiel, and just like I'm talking to you guys, I go, show me something, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing this, and, I'm, and, and actually friends and family have all seen it. Many, many uh, academics have seen it, but it freaks them all out, and they're all afraid of it. So all of a sudden, I see coming from the east, I see above me in the sky – and it's a bright sunny day. It's it's like it's beautiful. It's a desert, and there's nobody there. And I see like crystals, like a crystal forming above me. Uh, and when I say above me, I mean way above me. Okay. And all of a sudden, the crystals, and it almost like mirrors or crystals. They're kind of like in a circle, and they're moving. Well, they move over towards the water, and they start to spread out. This these crystals start to spread out. And I'm thinking this is the greatest thing in the world that's going on. And I was hoping somebody was by me, or or somebody was like hikers were going by, but there was nobody. So, so all of a sudden, these these crystals they turn into they flatten out and they're like a huge platform like 3 feet thick and they're and they're probably 20 to 30 they're probably 30 feet off of the water okay and all of a sudden below them appear guys get ready now know this too everything that i'm telling you and your listeners this is in the nasa photo everything i'm i've been telling you guys everything you can find it so when, when these these people and these faces and these beings that i'm going to tell you and they all have names is written in hebrew and I had the, and I actually had the Judaic scholar and the rabbis translate their names for me. But they, so, so when I saw all of a sudden below this crystal platform, it was huge, appear these two things called cherubims. Do you know what cherubims are? Yes. Yeah, they're these angels that have four faces, mm-hmm. and they have two sets of wings. And what happens is, and I had seen them before uh, in, um, like, you if you Google. Uh, um, Elijah, uh, not Elijah, uh, Ezekiel. He was a guy. He was a guy who um, who uh, was a prophet, and he saw four of these things with spinning wheels. And God showed up and talked to Ezekiel. Did you ever hear of this thing? Yeah, it was called Ezekiel. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Bible study when I was very young, but nonetheless, yes, I've heard of that. If you Google, uh, yeah. So he had this vision. He was only fourteen at the time. So all of a sudden, I see these two two cherubim with the two sets of wings and they're flapping back and forth and these wheels are spinning below them and I knew exactly who the one cherubim was because the rabbi had told me when I showed him the I showed him the 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 face that had it had a lion on its left side a raven on its on its right side and it had kind of like an an ogre or a a bull on the top and if you look at him straight on it had a human face well when I showed the the rabbis this picture in the um, in the, the on the NASA photo, they said, Gary, it says right under there that's a that's Uriel, and I said, well, who's Uriel? 
And they said, he is the, the angel that protects the east side gate of the Garden of Eden. So when I saw this being, I looked at him and I said, you're Uriel. And he said, he was moving his lips. Now, you got to remember, two guys, when this showed up, they were like, he, was, he and this other one were like between 18 and 20 feet tall. And they were, they were hovering above the water. And he was speaking with his mouth. It wasn't like he was speaking telepathically or anything. And he said, yes, Gary. He said, Abba wants to speak to you. I said, this is awesome. Now, you got to remember, guys, I've been doing this for a little over a year. So it, this didn't scare me. This was the most exciting thing that yeah, has ever happened Yeah, I was just going to ask life. if, like, at any time where you were like, screw this. I'm done. Like, this is freaking me to F out. I'm, I'm out. No, no, no. Because, as you know, guys, as soon as I heard that voice say to me, where did you come from? Where did you really come from? I wasn't you, – you got to say, I'm part of this. I got to help. If this is a big deal, I have to help out. Whatever it is, I got to help out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Okay. So what happens is is I wasn't freaking out. And also, I didn't feel like I should fall on my knees and go, oh, you know, God. I didn't feel that at all. I felt this was like a Ridley Scott movie. You know, this is like <laughs> some aliens going to show up, and this is awesome, you know? And I think that's why – uh, in, throughout our evolution, now the movies have a lot of aliens in them, so we'll be used to them when they show up. So when I saw these angels that we call angels, I thought more, yeah, they're what we call angels, but these are these are alien beings. They're not. Yeah. Yes, they're angels, but they. And also, guys, too, they did not look like flesh and blood. They all they look like burnt. They look like like brass that was on fire. But they also look like you could put your hand through them, like it was a projected image. And I actually said to Uriel, I said. I said, Ezekiel saw four of you with the spinning wheels. Is there only two of you now because you're closer to Earth? And he said, yes. Okay. And naturally, I thought, oh, my God, I'm a genius. You know what I mean? I figured <laughs> that out you know, on my own. So anyway, so all of a sudden, he, after he said, Abba wants to speak to you, what appears, appeared to me, guys, on top of the – on top of the um, – the, the, uh, what is it called? The uh, – you know, help me. Hello? Yeah, I'm still. We're still here. Yeah, that, 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 what is it? The, oh, uh, the crystals. The crystals. Oh, okay. I'm the, sorry. <laughs> the, yeah, the crystal platform. Whew, yeah. I'm sorry. Atop of the crystal platform. Yeah. Appeared a huge alien. Huge, like he was 30 feet tall, and he's the now. The, if do you have the photos there? If you download, oh, you yeah. see a picture I drew of him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was just gonna ready to pull that one up, oh, and I just blew away the folder. Give me one second here. Wait, okay. it goes. Oh, no, no. I, know, I just totally it. dropped the ball here. Jeez. Here, no I, got it, I got it right here. Ah, you can see. Yeah, and I drew in pencil. Yes, yeah. It's it's a it's a black and white photo you're talking about the hand yes. drawing. Yeah, right. yeah, right. And and he's wearing he's wearing like he's got the huge head. Like I said, he's like thirty feet tall. But but like I said, he he looks like he doesn't look flesh and blood. He looks like a projected image. Okay, so he's got he's huge and he's got huge shoulders and he's got huge hands and he's wearing like a red robe that goes all the way down to like the floor, all the way down to the base of the. Uh, of the, um, the, platform. the crystal platform. Yeah, the platform. But I can't see his feet because they're kind of melted into the platform. And, he's, and his face, even though I can see his alien face, inside his face, I can see between 50 and 60 um, people that look biblical, like Jesus, like who you, how you would think Jesus would look or how you would think uh, Noah would look. I, I didn't know who they were, but they all were speaking at the same time, and it sounded like, like Hebrew. It sounded like Hebrew, and they're all kind of like going in and out and moving around inside his face. But this huge alien, and also on his, on his chest, he was wearing a breastplate, 
it, it, he had like 12 real um, like uh, like gemstones and they were all different colors and it was gold and he, he had a huge chest and a huge um, like trunk, you know, and like I said, he was huge. So but he was talking to me. Uh, through his uh, like telepathically and I could hear his voice and it said Gary you have to concentrate and I said because you know what I was doing guys is I was hoping somebody was going to walk by who I could say can you see this so I can get verification does that make sense yeah oh yeah totally yeah because I'm just some nutty screenwriter slash um, uh, um, uh, developer who is being part of this thing and it's like the most awesome thing I want to share it with somebody so all of a sudden uh, I said to him, I said, what should I call you? And he said, call me Abba. And I said, great. I said, Abba, are you, are you coming back? And he said, yes. And I said, when are you coming back? And he said, on the date the rabbi told you. And I said, July 26, 2022. And he said, yes. And I said, are you coming back to Egypt? And he said, no, we will land in the third temple on July 26, 2022. Now, guys, if, if you know anything about the Jewish faith and the, and the Temple Mount, um, the, the, do you know what the third temple is or do you know what the first and second temple are? I do not know. No. no. Okay, well, what happens, just, just a quick little, a little history lesson. There was a guy named David, and he killed a, a giant named Goliath. Yes. Yeah, we and know he, became, he became the king of Israel. You know, he became, okay? okay. And what, hap- what happened was, was his son named Solomon... He built a thing called the Temple, which is the Temple Mount, which 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 ha- which now they have the um, you know, the Temple up there. Whenever you look at uh, it, has the gold top, you know. Okay. Yep. Whenever you look at Jerusalem, and what happens is 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 that Temple housed the Ark of the Covenant, Ooh. which which actually carried around the Ten Commandments, and that would sit in there, and that's how the Jewish priest and the uh, the, the the Hebrews and the Jews. And the, uh, yes, they would talk to God inside that temple from the Ark of the Covenant. Well, the Babylonians knocked down the temple, the first temple. And, then, and that was way back. That was thousands of years ago. And then 400 years later, that temple was rebuilt on the same spot. And then what happens is the Romans came in, and 70 years after Christ was crucified, they knocked down the second temple. And, and the Ark of the Covenant, dis- Covenant disappeared. So whenever you see the Jews uh, and the rabbis standing in front of the west wall of the Temple Mount, they're, they're rocking back and forth in front of the stones. They, they pray three times a day, and what they pray for is this. They pray for the Messiah to show up and for the third temple to be built. But what Abba was telling me, this huge alien was saying, no, we're going to return in the third temple, so you don't have to build it. Right. So there well, is gonna, I, okay. So they're going to land the third temple, basically. That's kind of what the exactly. idea is going to be. Exactly. So that's that's the whole idea. So, but but you got to remember when I showed this to the rabbis, they pretty much said, "You're out of your mind. Get away from <laughs> us." And I said, but I told them there's one. The rabbis, whenever they whenever they interpret uh, their religious books, the Torah and the Tanakh and stuff like that, they always use two really famous sages. And these guys are from the 1500s. They're, 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 these guys were geniuses. And one of them, his, name's the Ram, his name was Rambam. That's what they call him. He said that man, the Jews, have to rebuild the third temple. The second guy was named Rashi. And he's a, he was a stone-cold genius. He said, no, God will come 
out of the sky in the third temple. So when I told them that, they said, Gary, you're full of crap. Get lost. So that's what this <laughs> alien is telling me. They're going to return. And I said to him, I said, what will the temple look like? So he puts an image in my head. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie um, The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do okay. you remember that big globe that was spinning that landed in um, Central Park? Yep. That's what it's going to look like. I was – I mean, this is the, weird though that you guys just brought up Hollywood because as you were talking about bringing down this third temple, I was thinking of the movie Stargate. And while those yes. aliens were sort of like, you know, negative and stuff, that that temple, his pyramid sort of would like come down and land and it was yes, on a top temple. Of the other, on exactly. The other yeah. Absolutely. But see, guys, I think I, all this stuff – all like Stargate and all these other things that we find and, and ancient aliens and stuff like that, that has all been in our evolution. So we will accept these beings and we won't freak out and jump Correct. off the building. Yeah, I believe that. Totally, totally. So, so yeah, so like I said, because this guy, this Abba and his profile that you can see, uh, and, and actually the drawing that I made, he is in this photo in three different places. And if you zoom in, you will see him plain as day. Um, and and Gary, have you ever? Ahead. Are you familiar with Dr. Stephen Greer? Uh, I've, I I think I know who the guy. I've, I, I guys, I really don't follow. No, nope, that's okay. I love ancient nope. aliens, but nope, that's I've okay. Heard of him. Um, but anyway, he Stephen Greer has a lot to do with like alien contact and peaceful contact. And when I saw your initial drawing, like the outline and then the, your sketch. Dr. Stephen Greer does these things where he contacts E.T. Beans and he has this one particular photo that he caught that was like super rare for their group to catch. And it was, you know, it's kind of blurry and weird, but whatever. But when I looked at it, I couldn't help but notice the correlation between his E.T. photo and your E.T. photo were similar with the same size head, everything. Cool. So you, you might want to Google that like Greer E.T. photo and compare it to yours because it's very similar. Oh, great, great. Okay, well, thank you. That's yeah. great. Guys, can I also at this point, if any of your listeners want to – because I don't have Facebook. I don't have a web page, okay. any of that kind of stuff. I actually have a second email. Can I give that email yeah, out sure. in case yeah, they – if they wanted to contact me? Because, guys, as a matter of fact, after uh, – I've done a few of these radio shows. What happens is, is um, I've actually had people drive out from Texas and New Mexico. They met me here in Florence because they they couldn't find it on their on their laptop. So I I I, I met with them. Luckily for me, down here at the Florence Fire Station, they have a room that's for the public. So I had 10 people sitting in there, and I showed them all how to find it. And then we went down to the river, and they all went down, and they all yelled up. So they loved it. So if, can I give that email address? Yeah, of Go course. Ahead. Okay, it's it's g dot Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R, 36Gary, G-A-R-Y, at AOL.com. That's G, period, Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R, 3636Gary, G-A-R-Y, at AOL.com. G, G, period, Parker, 36Gary, AOL.com. Just in case, guys, yeah. you know. When we post the show, if you don't mind, I'll put your email address up as part I'd of the it. post. All right. I love it, dude. Thank Great. you. No problem. Thank you, Scott. No problem. So, so, so Gary, you just out of random. This is totally random, but you weren't living in Phoenix in 1997 during the Phoenix Lights, were you? No, I was not. Okay, I was, all right. I was, I was just LA curious, and... seeing you were living in Phoenix now. I wondered how long you had been there. <laughs> I've only been here for a little over, I'm going to say, three years. Okay, all right. And it's nice and everything, but I miss LA. I miss LA. So, because uh, I lived in Los Angeles in a place called Sherman Oaks for 25 years, and and I was in I was in LA for 35 years. So, oh, wow. I miss it. Yeah, it was great. So, um. <laughs> 
so, but uh, okay, I shouldn't even bring that up because we're talking about having a, a, a meeting with an alien, you know. So, <laughs> so anyway, so so yes, so um, but guys, I was not afraid at all. It, it felt like I had to do, you know, like this is something that has to get done. Everybody's got to know it because so people don't freak out. Because the rabbis actually said to me, Gary, if God shows up, uh, uh, we are going to be dancing in the streets. And I said, Rabbi. You're going to be crapping your pants. <laughs> I said, because you have no idea what he looks like and what it's going to look like when it shows up. I said, so don't tell me you're going to be dancing in the streets. I said, and even worse, your children are going to be terrified because they're going to think it's an alien invasion. And he, and he said, well, you have a point. I said, yes. I said, because you don't know any of these things. And all you have to do is look at the NASA photo and you will see everything. But they refuse to do it because it goes against their beliefs. So, guys, so I say I'm out at there. Let's get back to the river. I'm out at the river yeah. and I'm standing in front of Abba and the other and the cherubims. And uh, and I say to Abba, I go, so I said, so are you are you God? I said, are you God? Are you? He said and he says, I am the one who created you. you. I am your creator. I, and as a matter of fact, I said, is that what it says beside the Great Pyramid? And he told me it says, I am who I am, creator of all things. That's what that, those letters say beside the Great Pyramid. And, uh, and I said to him, I said, well, I said, thanks a lot. I said, I've had a great life. This is great. Thank you so much. I said, but I'm, all the Jews believe and a lot, of, a lot of other religions believe that God is a spirit. That he doesn't have a head or an arm well, or a physical or body. Or, a physical body. Yeah. Yes. He's there's no body. He's a spirit. And I said, I and he's and and I said to him, I said, I see that you have a head and you have the arms and legs. I said, who created you? And he said, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he goes, and he said, we don't know. Oh. He didn't say I don't know. Oh. He said we don't know. He said because Gary. We created the, the human race. And I said, and you're from Cygnus? And he said, yes. And I said, where in Cygnus? And he said, Sadr, S-A-D-R, was the planet that they're from. So I said, I said, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. So in the meantime, what he did is he showed me a lot more things and a lot more things that are going to happen and, and what I'm supposed to do. And one of the things was, believe it or not, guys, I know it's going to sound nuts, was to do radio. Because he knew that no one's going to believe me. He goes, Gary, you're – and I said, aren't there other people that are, that are seeing the same things? And he said, yes, but they didn't put them together, which means they didn't go down to a river and make contact. He said, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that movie called um, uh, the uh, – uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The, where the guy go, goes uh, at the end of the movie – a uh, th- third kind. Close Encounters? Um, Close Encounters. Close Encounters. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. when all those people got – they got messages, but yeah. only he and that lady yeah, were but, brave enough to do it. Yeah. That's what he told me. He said, yes. He said, a lot of people got the message, but no one has made it this far. So I said, I'm thinking, man, this is the first time in my life I've ever won anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so now, guys, I know I'm making light of it, but believe me, it was awesome. It was an awesome and, – and like I said, but the whole time, I didn't feel like I had to fall on my knees and say, oh, thank you. I, it was like I was talking to you guys. I mean I was totally impressed, and I thanked him. I gave him props for, for, for creating us and, yeah. and all that. And just know this, guys, and your listeners. If you look at the NASA photo, if you, make, if you have it on your, on your laptop and you tilt it all the way back so, that, so the screen lays on the tabletop. I'm doing that all tonight. All the lights. What's that? I'm doing that tonight. 
Okay, I'm look what at will it. happen is this: the only light you will see will come from the Great Pyramid and this and the, the other three pyramids. That's the only light. When it said God created light, it was knowledge from the Great Pyramid. Now, what you will see is when you tilt it, and if you make it small enough and you use a magnifying glass. You will see that alien that I met, Abba, and the one that I drew, he is standing above the Great Pyramids, and he's huge. He's, he's bigger than the pyramids, and he is standing with, just like how I drew that picture, in his right hand and then out of his left hand, you will see souls going out of his hands into apes. What? And then you will see the apes being turned into modern man. It's all in the photo. The whole evolution of mankind, heaven, hell, everything that has been done is in this photo. And that's the one. That's the same one we were looking at a minute ago. Just the hand drawing you did. Yes. Yeah. So I said, I said to Abba, I said, how can I prove to people that this? And first of all, guys, too, he showed me where there are thousands of great pyramids on thousands of planets that they have done the same thing to, and they and they. They visit these planets every two to three thousand years, and every every planet is in different stages of evolution. And we are at a point now where we are going to evolve. When they show up, we are going to evolve not only not only technologically but spiritually. It's all about increasing our soul power. Believe it. I know it sounds nuts, like flower power from the '60s, but it's true. And I said to him, "How can I prove to people that 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 the Great Pyramid is a machine?" And that, that, that is what has created all these images and all the writing in the NASA photo. So he showed me how to show everybody that this is from the Great Pyramid, and the Great Pyramid has been on a timer the whole time. Uh, so, so do you guys want to hear how to do it? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So and know this too, guys, that when, when, I, when I first found the letters in the NASA photo, I went back to 1999. And when I say I went back, I went back to NASA photos in 1999. I also downloaded – the Egyptian government has a um, – they have satellites for the road department, and you can pull up images of the Giza Plateau. So I went back to 1999. Now, that writing that is beside the Great Pyramid in 1999, all the way at the top of the screen, it took 13 years to come all the way down to be beside the Great Pyramid. So – it was being vibrated in the sand and moved down by the Great Pyramid. This Which, is all by this. And this is one of the photos that you provided? Uh, what photo? What, what, is it, are, you, are you just talking about this? We're, we're going through the photos here. Oh, no, no, no. You, no I, so, so what I did was I got 13 years worth of photos. Yeah. And if you flick them like an oh, old cartoon, okay. you okay. will yeah. see the, the, the letters coming down. And, and on July 26th. 2012 at 7:21 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time, when that picture was taken, it was there. Then three weeks later, it dissipated. It, it's it's not there anymore because what happens is is the Great Pyramid was on a timer because they have done this on so many planets with so many different species that they know when when our species would develop spaceflight. So they knew all this. They knew it, so it was on a timer. So do you, you know how they have found different chambers in the Great Pyramid and stones that are real dark, a real light red, and they look like they're on fire? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's because it, the machine clicked on at a certain time in 1999. So the, okay. the, so the, the Great Pyramid's on. It's on and it's running. So, <laughs> so, so, so yes. 
if you're now naturally, I don't have all those photos and I can't send them to everybody. But if they had the time to go back to 1999 and pull up those images, they will see that the sand was being vibrated, and those and those images and those letters were were started out at the top and worked their way all the way down the Giza Plateau, and it took 13 years for it to develop. I mean, here's a here's a quick question, like a just a random question though. You say the sand is being vibrated. I mean, wh- what's vi- I'll just ask it. What's vibrating the sand? <laughs> Go ahead. The Great Pyramid. Well, there's been ideas that the Great Pyramid is actually an energy machine. Yeah, well, yeah, I've heard of that before, yeah. But guys, here's the other good thing, too. Yeah, it's the Great Pyramid. And it, and it, and it did it so subtly, so it didn't cause any earthquakes, no one could notice it. Naturally, because I'm the messenger boy, I noticed it. <laughs> because I went back and I looked at it. Because I didn't find it till till um, 2015. So I went all the way back until I could find those letters when they were all the way at the top. And I noticed they kept moving. And they kept moving closer and closer every six months. So, so yes, it's the Great Pyramid. Now, here's the other thing too, guys. In the Great Pyramid, it's made out of, it's made out of granite and limestone. Yeah. You know, millions and millions of blocks. In the limestone, the limestone blocks are like a library. They have a binary code. They're actually, they're, it's a library, and it's stored. It has stored all of our history since we were apes until we were mod- until now. So, and and it can be accessed. So, what happens is the Great Pyramid is a, mas- a machine, and it detects technology. And I can prove it to you. Do you guys? And when I say technology, like if you. Do you remember there was a thing, I don't know if you guys had ever saw it, but in 2002, National Geographic yeah. did yep. a special yep. where they sent a robot up, up Got, the southern – What is it, Gattenbrink's door? Gattenbrink's door. Gattenbrink's door you're Gatt- talking about, yep. yeah. Gattenbrink's was – Rudolf Gattenbrink's was a German engineer. And he, in 1997, the Egyptian government and Zahi Hawass hired him to put in ducking system for an air conditioner in – the Great Pyramid, because it's so humid in there and so hot. Okay, so what happens is, is when they were looking for for a way to get some ducking in there, so the, and they know that in the king's chamber there's shafts that go out to the outside. Okay, yeah, because I was yep. going to say there's, yep. there's there's shafts that were already built into that yep. thing. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. In the queen's chamber, which is below the king's chamber, there's two shafts: northern shaft, northern shaft, and the southern shaft, and they're eight inches by eight inches, and but they don't go out. They don't go out. So what happens is now you got to guys, you got to remember this. Abba showed me, showed me this, and then I went back and I looked. I said, "Oh my God, he was right." So, so what happens is, is, um, when Gatenbrink got fired, okay, he got fired, but what Zahi Awas got together with, um, uh, the BBC and National Geographics, and they did a special called. Into the Great Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And what happened was, was they they took a and I'm and I was wrong about that. Gattenbrink sent a small robot up the sh- the southern shaft of the Queen's Chamber, and when it got to the end, it had a camera on it. They saw that there was a limestone block that had two hoops in it. Yep. They were copper hoops. Yeah. And everybody freaked out because copper had not been discovered till 1,500 years after the pyramid supposedly had been built. Yeah, this so is this, a, he what? built he built the Apoat one and two. Those were the robots that Grudov got and bring built for those to, to, that were more or less specifically engineered for those shafts we're talking about. Yeah, and that's that, that's where we yeah that's where we how we've gotten to this point. Uh, yeah, this is fascinating. He said, this is one of my favorite stories. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. One, okay, well get get ready. Yeah. It's going to get more fascinating. So what, <laughs> I promise. So what happens, guys? Um, 
uh, so when he sent it up there and they saw those copper hoops, people freaked out. Yeah. And, and But they also sent sonar up there, and they realized that that limestone block was only four inches thick. Yep. So then what happened was was, was they got rid of Gattenbrinks, and they actually uh, got these other people, uh, the, the Jet, I forget their name, but they called it the, the Jetty Project or something like that. Yeah, I, they I built their own robots. Dassault company or something like yeah. that. And a French company, but what happened was they built their own. They built their own robot, and they put a drill at the end of it. Okay, yep. and what they did, they did is they drilled through it, and they sent a fiber optic camera through the the hole. And it was a tiny hole, and they sent it through there. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, but in the special, they had a whole setup in the Great Pyramid with all with these people and with the BB with with the oh, yeah. uh, national. They were interviewing Zahi Wasa intensively exactly. on that. And they yeah. had a host, and her name was Lauren Green. Mm-hmm. And they and she and 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 she's an archaeologist and and they said uh, she said, Hey Dr. Hawass, walk us through this. So when the when the camera went through it, you could see seven inches away from that first block was another white block. Yep. But on that back block there were these kind of like black marks. Mm-hmm. And Zahi and, and she said, Dr. Hawass, what are those black marks? And he said Oh, those are just cracks. Mm-hmm. And I said, "How the hell does he mm-hmm. know they're cracks? Yeah. No one has seen that for 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 six thousand years." Yeah, that guy and, didn't and want to believe any again, alternative goes, oh. theories whatsoever. Yeah. So what happens, guys, is is I, I I I watch the video again, and I see that that he she asked him again, Doctor Hawass, what are those really cracks? And he goes. And he got angry. He goes, those are just cracks. Turn the camera off. Mm-hmm. Now, see what it is. He knows. He knew what they were. I know what they are. But he didn't want anybody else to know because the people like himself and and the people in Egypt, the, 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 the all the scholars and stuff, yeah. they know these things are there, but they don't know how to communicate with them. But I did. So what happens, guys, if you pull up that video, which is called Into the Great Pyramid from 2002, yeah. okay? Yeah. And you go to that video and you watch it. And when the camera goes through there, if you do it on your laptop and you tilt it, you will see that those are not cracks. What those are, it's a binary code. It almost looks like little spiders. It's alien, though. And it looks like little spiders. And those spiders that look like cracks, they are releasing zeros out of their bodies and they're creating a photo. Okay, and what they're doing is 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 the 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 Great Pyramid can detect technology. So if we were to, and what it's doing is creating a picture. And if you look at the my drawings, if, if you if you scroll down um, from my um, from the photos that I sent you, you will see there's a photo there of one of the photos inside. Um, that the, that the fiber optic camera took, and there's a one, a twenty, and a one hundred. Can you see it? Yeah, I got. I'm pulling that up. Uh, I got, yeah, I got that we right see here. It now. Yeah, we yeah. see it now. If yeah. you look at that, look at the number twenty. That that Zahi Awas and one of their specialists said that those were maker marks. Those were that th- those were numbers that ancient Egyptians had written down in red and whatever. That's not what it is. If you scroll down a little bit more, I actually drew a picture of what that is in is under that number twenty. Can you see it? Yes. Yeah. We got it up. It's actually three people sitting in a crystal throne. And there and two uh, it's a man, a woman and a little boy and the little boy is si- sitting on the guy's right shoulder. And they're sitting on it and that's what's in the photo. Now they didn't see it. They couldn't see it. And the only reason why I can see it is because Abba showed it to me. So so okay, when that's I got what to I that wondered, photo, so I, I actually wondered that Gary, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wondered because it's just a red mark. 
So I'm like, what did well, you see that I, actually brought that detail to your brain? Like, what, how, what exactly. did you download? If, if, if you make it very small and you use a magnifying glass, you will see that that red mark under the number 20 the guy is wearing a big red a big red robe or a huge coat, okay. and he's around eight feet tall, but he's sitting, and he's wearing a pope hat, and they're called miter hats. And on his right hand, right shoulder, it's his little boy. He's sitting, and they're they're black people. They're not white. They're black, and the little boy is wearing a miter hat also, and uh, the woman. Actually, the little boy's leg is draped over her left shoulder, and she's beautiful. She actually has long black hair, and she's reaching out to us in the photo. And what? And that's what. But you have to take your time. You have to be in a dark room. You have to. You have to tilt the the laptop a little bit, and you have to really put a little time into it. But you will see three people sitting in a crystal throne, and 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 behind the guy, behind the big guy, or or, or on the throne is a jetty pillar. Do you know what the jetty pillar is? No, explain that. Please. Look at the photo. You'll see it. It's a very famous in, – in ancient Egypt, the jetty pillar was the thing that was powerful. It was all power, and it was, and it was, beside, it was behind the throne of three – I'm sorry, of two of the creator gods of uh, Egypt, and, it, and their names were – and just know this. They are the people in this photo. They, their names are Ptah and Sekhmet. They're a husband and wife that supposedly created man. Okay. And and they, and they did, but they were the they they and all the people in that photo were the ones that built the Great Pyramid. And and because I said to Abba when I met the alien Pata, uh, Abba, I said, "Who are the people?" And he said, "They are Patan Sekhmet, and Sekhmet is the face on the on the Sphinx." It's her face. Is that the cat? Is that the cat queen? Like the cat kind of segment? When well, it's you... actually she's a lion. She's a okay, lion. Okay, yes. I knew it was something she, feline related. Yeah, because what she was, guys, she was the one that protected all the workers that were there in Egypt. Now okay. that built the Great Pyramids, who were not human. Okay, so but what happened was was um, oh geez, I lost my train of thought, um, but yeah, <laughs> those pyramids are hundred like. Maybe even millions of years old. What um, happened? It, go ahead. Okay, totally random, off-topic, Gary. But are you familiar with the work of Dr. Robert Schock? Uh, you know, I've heard of that guy, but I don't know who he is. Okay, I mean, we're talking. He's like, been on Ancient Aliens, I'm sure. Well, but, yeah, he has appeared. Like I, I think I'm on really, the first I, season. But I we he's he's a big guy for redating the not the pyramids but the Sphinx going back to like twelve thousand years ago. Have you ever gotten any revelations about the pyramids or the Sphinx being any older than what they currently are? Well, you said like he just said, possibly. I, I think I think they're anywhere between. I'm going to say between two hundred and fifty okay. to seven hundred thousand years old. Okay, all right. Uh, you know, and and uh, and you got to remember, guys, this stuff was built. So, so, so this stuff is alien technology. It has nothing to – yes, it's like what they call God and everything, but it's alien technology, and it lasts a long, long time, and it's still working. Yeah. And, but what happens is, is, is if – in order to, to prove my theory, all we would have to do is put that little robot back up to the, 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 southern, the, the southern shaft right. of the – I'm sorry. The, yeah, the southern shaft of the queen's chamber. Put, now, you've got to put the camera in the hole, but turn the light down a little bit. When you turn the light down, we would see everything like a it would it would work like a movie. It would you know it would take a little longer, but it, the binary code would build these photos of these things and it would tell everything. And that's all we would have to do. That's all. 
And, but they would have to show us all. It couldn't be just a, a few people doing it. They'd have to broadcast it throughout the, the world so we all could watch it. Yeah. Does that make sense? To- yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Um, yes. So basically, you know, just just t- throwing this out there. So this idea that we're talking about, like kind of the, the, the macrocosm of this idea is that, you know, and as you said, Abba, the, it, this is the creator of man, right? What, yes. we, would, what we are perceiving as, as people in all different ways around this planet that causes a lot of weird things, as we know, that, especially in this time, um, this is our perception of what God is, basically. But like you said, though, and this is what I find really interesting, is that this is a very tangible this is this is a being a very tangible being as you yes. said the you know and yeah we've all learned that too that especially in christianity that the you know that god let's just say god is this intangible thing it's a spirit it's a force right um and that's what i find very interesting is that yeah this is something that you know created us as you know this race of people that are here doing our thing uh but and and what I find very interesting is that even Abba, uh, who you say, uh, doesn't even know where he comes from. Or I, and I shouldn't say he; it could be she; it could be a non-binary. Who knows, right? Um, that's what I find very interesting is that even this being Abba doesn't know where they come from. They're 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 love, they're a, I, go ahead, go ahead. I love that. Yeah, because it, what what it showed me and what it told me was that nobody's perfect. No beings perfect. Whenever they say, you know, God, God is perfect and Jesus is perfect. No, 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 no. There's no perfect. We're, there's no human that are perfect. There's no beings that are perfect. They're working on it. They're hoping that to, that we can become perfect. But I, I don't think we're supposed to ever be perfect. You know what I mean? So, so, but guys, just know this too. In that photo, everything that you ever read in the Bible, it's all in there. Like it's all in there, like like the the um, Jesus on the cross. I actually said to Abba, I said, "Is Jesus your son?" And he said, "Yes." Well, he's got a whole section of Jesus over here in the photo, and uh, he's and I said, "Well, is Jesus a god?" He said, "No." He said, "So I said, but he's going to come back with you." He said, "Yes." Like everybody is in this, everybody's in the photo. So and and like I said, if you were sitting beside me, or if anybody comes out to Florence, Arizona, and wants to meet with me, and I'll show it to him. Uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, so, so yes, I could show you exactly. And also, is there a hell? Is there a Satan? Absolutely. But in this, Satan works for God. He he does. In, in the Jewish faith, there's no devil. There's no yeah, devil yeah. that runs. There's no there's there's no devil. There's no hell. But they're wrong. There is a Satan, and he does run hell. But he works for he works for God. He works for Abba. Okay, so they all work for Abba. And uh, and actually, though, the hell thing, the whole hell thing and and the whole Jesus thing is about filtering evil souls, people. And I don't just mean humans. These are billions and billions of souls that are filtered through these through these chambers. I don't know if you ever heard of a guy named Enoch. You ever hear of the book of Enoch? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, in in Enoch, only because after I found all this stuff, I had heard that Enoch had gone to heaven and wrote a book to describe where all these things were. Well, Enoch wrote that he he saw 10 heavens. Well, guys, there's not 10 heavens. There's 10 dimensions. Okay, and and where he said they were located, exactly where he said they were relocated are exactly where they are on the NASA photo. Exactly. Like on the on the left side, you'll see this on the right side. You'll see this. Here's the Garden of Eden. Here's water right where he said it was. They're all in the photo exactly where he said. 
But as far you know, based on this idea, maybe I'm maybe I'm off the map here a little bit. Um, we are, we are created by a tangible being, and and you're mentioning things like you know you're you just mentioned the the idea of a soul, right? Yes. Um, so in, I mean, not only are we created on a physical, tangible matter. I mean, t- in like in that arena, but we were created by Abba where we have this thing that we always talk about a lot about on this show too. We, you have a soul. So this is another piece of this machine or, I mean, like a person, I mean, a, a man, a woman, right? Yes. I mean, we're, yes. we're made up of a lot of things. And one of the things right. that people say we're made up also that drives us yes. is a soul. So this yes. is, is this part of the creation that Abba made? Yes, absolutely. If you guys, if you guys look at the NASA photo and you open the screen up, you will notice that on the, on the Giza Plateau, um, right where right where his face is and everything, can you see? There's a lot of gold. It looks like gold. Can you see it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's where the yeah. eyes are. Yeah, like you said. Well, yeah. no, no, the everything. whole all the way from the top all the way down, you see a lot of its gold. Yeah. Can you yeah. see all the gold? Yeah. yeah. Those are souls. There's are billions of billions of souls, and that's how they generate. They can travel at the speed of light or faster than that, but the souls. Is what is what is what generates the ship or the temple? See, the third temple is what you're looking at, and it's going to land. But the thing that the 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 thing that fuels them are souls, all souls. But it's reusable energy. It's not like souls get get killed. They they, they don't they don't they don't. Uh, so, so reincarnation. This is all about reincarnation. So so their souls is what is what powers the the, the temple or their ship, and, so- and that's. So why do you think Egypt over any other place, like Colorado, Montana, <laughs> Europe, like why do you think Egypt is the place to do this versus any other place? Well, at least to have this, I mean, these monuments Yeah, there. I mean, to, to have the monuments well, there, is there something significant to this location on the planet? Yeah. Where Egypt is, where the Great Pyramid is, is the center of the world. Okay. But that's the, the most electrical ma- magnetic energy impulses come from that right under the great pyramid because that is where the if you if if it's the center of all the land masses on the planet that's the center right there where the great pyramid is so what it does is abba uses the planets to to not only to 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 help um evolve um, uh, uh apes into men but to also you know how like when you're at a grocery store you have um it has those what are those the barcode yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have a barcode on our soul that says we come from Earth. So when they mix and match different souls from different planets, because it's like a, it's like a, it's like a science experiment. They're trying to create the most powerful, most perfect soul. So what they do is they, that landmass, like I said, from Earth. We have a barcode that says our souls from Earth. Then they get a barcode from say another planet in another in another universe, and they use their soul with our soul. And so they know so, – so it's like mix and match, and they're trying to, to develop the perfect soul so they have the most energy and the, and the best people. But as you know, it hasn't been perfect because we have so many evil people. You know what I mean? We have a lot of crappy people on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But guys, what's going to happen was uh, after, the, he, after Abba lands and, – and, and just know this. Yes, the Jews are the chosen people. He's going to give everything to the Jews, and they're going to filter it out through the rest of the world. So it's, and, and know this too. It's not like 
just because of the chosen people that you have to become Jewish. No, the main thing, and I asked him that. I said, I said, I said to him, I said, Abra, are you telling me I, I have to convert now? Because I'm not a religious guy. I yeah, haven't been no. to a church in four, in 40 no, years. No, no, no. He, he said it's the golden rule. It's treat people the way you want to be treated. You don't have to belong to any religion to, to, to get to heaven. You just have to be a good person. And I said, well, what about praying? Like, like, can you hear people when they whisper their prayers? And he said, no. He said, the only way he hears them is if they stand in water and they look at the east and they yell out. I said, oh, my God. So you heard – that's how you heard me. He goes, absolutely. So he didn't say absolutely, guys. It was a, a lot more formal than that. Yeah. So, but, but yes, but because I always – when I mentioned to the priest and the rabbis and stuff, I said, guys, why don't you come down to the river with me and stand in there and maybe you'll make the connection? And they all refused. And they said, Gary, we've been taught that we have to be in a church or in a temple. And I said, well, don't you think that God's temple is nature? And the way to communicate with him is to be attached to nature. If, you're, if you have your shoes and socks on, you're on a concrete floor with all the windows and, clo- and doors closed, and you're whispering, who the hell can hear that? And they all got pissed off at me when I said that. I said, but guys, it's nature. It's where we all began. Come on to the river. Come out. Let's see if you make the connection. They all refused. Everybody refused. Naturally. So, But I, I did it. Well, and that's. You know, I'm I'm not gonna shit on religion. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm Please not. Don't. I don't, no, 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 I'm not going, no, no, I'm not going to. But, but the but it is that dogma that you know, and I've I've heard this through this entire conversation we've been having. You've talked to so many people, especially people you know that are part of the religious organizations, and it seems Absolutely. like they're they're closed off to a certain degree. Like they oh have their God. rules, but, they have to follow, and I respect that too. They 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 have their rules, they have to follow, um, but they're not open to any type of idea. Like you know. Here's an idea we have, and, I, and, and it goes back to academia also. Um, as you said, and I've been saying this, the exact same thing to people for years, there's people out there that have built their entire careers, their lives, their reputations on an idea that they maybe have discovered they had an epiphany like you did, right? Right. Um, and then someone comes along, like we see all the time, and this applies right to religion too. Somebody comes along with another idea, and it's like, well, no, this is my idea, sorry, I can't break right, my rules, right. right? Right. Which is fine. I respect that. Um, right. But, but you are like you said. Well, go out to nature. Go with the go to the water. Go to the river. Right. Try there. something. Try something. New. Try something a little yep. different. You know, uh, Einstein. I think it was Einstein or one of these really bright guys. They said that insanity was doing the same thing over, <laughs> over and over, and over again, again. And expecting, expecting a different, different result. result. Yep. And I said, yes. And I looked and I said to both of them, uh, to, to the rabbis and the priests and the pastors, I said, guys. What you're doing is kind of insane. Yep. Mix it up a little bit. Come on down to the water. Now, guys, I have one story to tell you, if it's okay, yeah. about the water. Okay. Go ahead. I had uh, all all the. There's a lot of people out here in this part of Arizona are extremely religious, and when I started showing them this stuff, they all were freaking out. But I had one guy who was actually a devout Mormon. Okay. And okay. Uh, and he and he he had he has one he had one daughter. And she's eight years. She was eight years old at the time, and he and his wife were trying to have more kids. And uh, and I, I had shown him everything, and he actually helped me to to uh, when he saw the Garden of Eden. He said, "Gary, I I can't look at this again." And I said, "Well, why not?" He goes, "Because 
you showed me the Garden of Eden. And he goes, but we believe that our prophet said it's in Missouri. And I said, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. So, But I said, but hey, I totally respect you, and if you don't want to look at it again. Yeah. So a few months go by, and, uh, and, I, and, um, and I said to him, uh, he said to me, he goes, Gary, you know, my wife and I have been trying for the past um, six years to have another kid. It hasn't worked. And I said, what are you saying? He goes, what do you think if I come down to the river? And I said, dude, come down. Let's give it a try. Guys, he did six months. I'm sorry, nine, 11 months later. He had a baby. They had, they had twins. Woo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm not saying. Careful what you wish that, for. That, that, that really happened. That, like, that was like the reason. But I don't think it hurt. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I don't think anything like that's going to hurt. I mean, exactly. I mean, exactly. And I, you know, I mean, that's one thing I know as a person myself. One of the things I've learned over, especially the last ten years, and that's how I do decompress. You know, when I when I need to relax, one of the first things I think I want to do when I take a day off um, is go out to the woods. I do. I do. I do. I don't do it as much as I used to these days. I'm really right. busy, but it was something I was doing on a pretty frequent basis a couple of years ago. Um, I would go out and hike. 10 miles, I go out and just beat my body up and just sure. enjoy nature and then enjoy yes. the endorphin rush after I was yeah. done with that. Um, Gary, you know? do you have clothes? Is it, okay, I'm sorry. I, I've been to Arizona like once when I was 13, so long ago, Four Corners, um, Grand Canyon, all that stuff. But do you live, is Phoenix, Arizona in close capacity to Sedona? Uh, yes, it is. It's not too far away. It's, I'm going to say it's three or four hours, something okay. like that. Yeah. Have you been there? No, but man, I really want to go there because it looks so beautiful. I, I think that's a place you need to go. Well, yeah, you're talking like, about you're yeah, talking, for example, like the just, vortexes. Yeah, vortexes. Yeah, checking oh, for sure. Stuff. I for mean, sure. like fine-tuning things. I don't know. You might just get some more messages. I don't know. I want to uh, go so, there. Well, you know what I did was I drew a map. Uh, I drew a circle around the globe uh, from the Great Pyramid around the globe, and I noticed that the circle actually crosses over the Gila River in Arizona. Okay. So I said, "Oh my God, there's a connection." Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So, yeah. Super so, but, interesting. But, go ahead. Go ahead. But but guys, I don't know if it's just this river. If you have a river out, where are you guys located? Oh, Michigan. Oh, oh. oh, we got the biggest grant. Okay, so the biggest. We're in we're Michigan. We're in Michigan. We're in Michigan. Yeah, I know it's getting cold, but if you uh, guys go out face east, yell at, you know, you don't have to yell out what I yelled out. I mean, you might want to say, Abba, 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 Kadosh, mm. Kadosh, Kadosh, which is Father, 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 Holy, 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 and then just talk, you know. Say, I should do it because, okay, I'm we're on the east side. We're on, like, Detroit side right now. We have the Detroit River, okay. which whatever dumps into something. But okay. I'm from the west side of the state, which has the second biggest river in Michigan, which is the Grand River. And I live, Grand Haven is right at the mouth of that Grand River. And I have well, had, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into details here, but I have had bizarre alien weird dreams that involve cool. the Grand River. So I am tempted to go to the Grand River and yell these words and just see yeah, what happens. Only, 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 only go up to your ankle. I, I don't go in any further okay. than that. Just because what happens is your feet will be connected to Earth, and like I said, water is the universal conduit between planes. So you you might and and please here's another thing too. If if somebody who's sick or whatever, uh, or or maybe even dying, take them out there, let them stand there, see what happens. Yeah. Because I tried to get some people out here who have like terminal cancer and stuff, they won't do it. Wow. So I said okay, so. That's an interesting idea. That, I mean, well, I mean, why trying. not? Why not at that well, point? Why not try well, it? Yeah, and the thing is, is Exactly. Why not? Why? What? What would it hurt to try to do something like this? I can now? get belief can, systems, can, but yeah. why not? Just do there's it. There's an old, there's an old uh, Yiddish expression. It says, "The only thing you ever know is you never know." 
Yeah, exactly. There's a helicopter no, over your house we're, we're, right now. Dude, we got the we got the black ops over we got, us. Yeah, they know we we're talking about secret shit. I don't know if you can hear this or not, Gary, but yeah. There it, was a loud helicopter. It was very close. It was actually going through the mine. That was eerie. Oh, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. Okay, no, good. That was we were, weird. It was tripping us out. But yeah, that exactly. Why not why not try something like that? I mean, even if you don't let's just say like Somebody listens to this show right now. Let's just hypothetically. Somebody listens to this show and says, "Well, I don't believe a word Gary's saying." This is right. still something you can try. Be open minded. But what do you have exactly. to lose? Exactly. Not, not, but but not. But even if they don't believe me, go to the NASA photo. Follow my instructions. You will see it. You'll see everything. But it takes um, a little time. Now, Gary, you have to put a little time into it. Gary, has yeah. there been something newer of that particular photo since 2012, or is that their most recent photo that they've taken now, with that satellite? That's it. That's what happened it. was uh, okay. after that, it all dissipated. Like okay. it all washed away. And you can actually see like a year later, you'll see that some of the writing is further away and some of the people's faces and all the other stuff in there. It's all kind of like the sand had moved because okay. like I said, it's alien technology and it, and it moved the sand in four, on four levels. And they also used the sunlight so, so the images would pop out. Ghostly talk! Ah, ah, ah. Vision 3.0. Dang, I never said it's so good.